Hey guys, before we get started today, this is the absolute last chance that we're going to get to tell you that we have new merch for sale, and it's, uh, it's because it is not going to be on sale anymore after Monday. Uh, so it's your last chance to get it. I'm wearing the short sleeve metal shirt. Also, I just want to show this off one more time because this is probably my favorite, This uh, mm -hmm. the anime one. It's got all the anime logos on it. We pins. see you, weebs. We got pins, socks, everything. It ends Monday. ITMerchStore.com. Link's in the description. Now let's move on because this episode is sponsored by Quip a very special toothbrush. And you'll hear more about Quip and why we like it later. But first, let's get that mouth dirty with some weird news. Yeah, uh, so we might as well start with a quick update on what might be our longest-running saga. Martin Scarelli, millionaire millennial, price-gouging farmer boy, the Wu-Tang Clan's least favorite fan, securities fraudster, and nowadays federal prison inmate. Mm -hmm. Last time we heard from Martin... Uh, Sounded like he wasn't letting the fact that he was serving a seven-year prison sentence get in the way of his natural business talents. This was all according to an article last month in the Wall Street Journal, which said that Screlly was continuing to run his old pharma company, the one that got him famous or infamous in the first place, entirely from prison, which is not only a violation of the terms of his sentence, but also a violation of prison rules, because he was using a smuggled cell phone that was probably inside someone's rectum at some point to do this. It's called a prison pocket. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's a thing. It can be as big as you want it. Mm-hmm. It's got a gauge. Yeah. Anyway, to be clear, that Wall Street Journal article wasn't based on anything that Shkreli himself said, but rather sources in the know. Though we do like the theory that Shkreli himself was actually the source, talking about himself in the third person to the media because he desperately missed being the center of attention. If he did have the cell phone, he could have communicated with them. Right. And giving them all the, like, identifying things that they needed to confirm the story. Mm -hmm. In any case, when one of the oldest and most prominent newspapers in America reports on you using an illegal cell phone in prison to illegally run a company that you're not allowed to run, people are going to look into it, and they're going to deal out punishment accordingly. And that seems to be what has happened. Now, it, would, it would appear that thanks to the Wall Street Journal article, Martin Shkreli's been in solitary confinement for the last three weeks. Uh, which sucks. For anyone. <laughs> yeah, not not a fun not, time. Not a good thing. Just another mark in the road for Shkreli. And I, I listen, I feel bad for him. I, I gotta say. I kind of do, and I hate it. Solitary confinement is bad. Yeah. Uh, now, who's to say that he wasn't living in solitary confinement on his own, of his own free will when he was living in that apartment? I saw that just apartment, yeah. Strumming the guitar <laughs> all by himself. Uh, anyways, the Bureau of Prisons, they won't confirm or deny this. They're saying that they don't release this kind of information, which seems a bit unethical. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's supposed to be checks and balances in all this. Yeah. Uh, because then it would be cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sources close to Shkreli's legal team have told various news outlets that Shkreli was placed in solitary a week and a half after the article was published. Oh, and they, they don't call it solitary anymore. That'd be... That, that has a negative connotation. Yeah. you, you got to revamp it every once yeah. in a while. It's solitary confinement plus. No, it's, it's the special housing unit. Which Law he was, order, SHU. He was probably very excited when he heard that. He goes, Ooh! <laughs> Absolutely, sign special me up. Special housing? I am special, and I'm going to a house? Yeah. Uh, it does sound much nicer, in spite of the fact that it's just a dark room where you sit alone all day, and... Uh, you lose your damn mind. And I know a lot of you out there are like, well, I do this all the time. No, it's not the same. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, academic research into this. And uh, yeah, solitary, arguably torture, mm. arguably cruel and unusual punishment. Shrelly, are you ready to start acting right? No, no, I'm not ready. All right, well, 
We we're going to put the, enti the entire Marvel movie catalog on right now. We're going to play it front to back. Oh, my God. No! Don't that's, do it. That's a much worse fate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Forbes got double confirmation on Shkreli's special housing status from a fellow inmate of his, a former member of the hacking crew called Crackers with Attitude. Wow, that must go over really well in prison. Yeah, uh, that guy told them that as of this past Sunday, Shkreli was still in the hole. And uh, it sounds like he may have a lot more trouble ahead of him if and when his violations are brought to court. Uh, it could add up to an additional year under Shkreli's prison sentence and up to an entire year in solitary confinement. Sorry, special housing. Uh, that's and again, fucked. at this point, this whole thing's got us feeling a bit conflicted. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Martin Shkreli fucking sucks and breaking laws has consequences. But the idea of an entire year in solitary confinement for anyone, even Martin Shkreli, as punishment for anything, it sounds pretty fucking cruel and unusual. Yeah. But uh, it also, it happens a lot, and I don't really feel like making Martin Shkreli the face of prison reform, so in this case, screw him. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I, 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 I feel, I feel kind of bad now. <laughs> I feel kind yeah. of fucking bad now. I, fuck you. I mean, you. No, first of all, none of this. None of this is our fault. No, se yeah. Second of all, I just like, fuck you, Prison Bureau, for making me feel sorry for Martin Shkreli. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> this is a bit above and beyond what would be the norm for a, what you would assume, a nonviolent... Yeah! He's not hurting anyone. He's not a danger to the general population. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, moving on to some new news. Mosquitoes. They're the worst. I grew up in Florida. It was terrible. Mm -hmm. Terrible. Clean up all those old tires filled with water you have sitting in your yard. You're gross. And they breed mosquitoes. Uh, you should put mosquitoes in solitary confinement. Just one. I around. think that's something we can all agree on. <laughs> yeah, we need a lot of solitary confinement. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> uh, so mosquitoes, they seem to have only two purposes on this planet. Annoying the shit out of everyone and spreading deadly diseases. And thanks to climate change, it's getting easier and easier for these tiny little jerks to spread yellow fever, dengue fever, malaria, Zika, West Nile virus, and more. Warmer temperatures and increased flooding mean more mosquitoes more often. And while scientists have been working on solutions to this for years now, up to and including genetically modifying sterile mosquitoes in a lab and then releasing them into the wild to mess up all their breeding cycles, uh, the real solution here might be a lot more simple than that. Yeah. Turns out the hero we may need in our war against the bugs is none other than Sonny Moore, a.k.a. Skrillex. A.K.A. Ricky's former boss. The only reason I'm in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's been about a decade now since Skrillex wub-wubbed onto the electronic music scene and popularized his particularly aggressive take on the dubstep subgenre. And Skrillex's prominence and popularity have faded a bit as he's focused more on producing other people's music. But it turns out his musical legacy might be much bigger and more important than anyone could have guessed even back in 2011. This is on the level of video games changing international law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is... According to a new scientific study published in the infectious disease journal Octotropica, mosquitoes, much like baby boomers, cannot stand Skrillex's music. The, the, the key was right there all along. Mosquitoes <laughs> are old people. Yeah. Shut up! Yeah. And now, hey, maybe you, a non-baby boomer, you also find Skrillex's music to be unenjoyable and similar to how you imagine getting an MRI in an active war zone would feel. That's up to you. Me, I love the EDM. Can't go to the raves anymore. But too loud. You'll go too deaf. Loud. Uh, anyways, it's all, it's all fine. We all have different tastes. Uh, it's fine. Hey, Karen O just did a, a great new album with Danger Mouse. Yeah. Fantastic. Very good stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
check that out. Mm -hmm. Anyways, the good news is that mosquitoes, they seem to share your opinion about dubstep music in general. In fact, they've got an even more serious beef with Skrillex than you do because this study found that his 2010 track, Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites, basically turns male mosquitoes into incels. Skrillex is, as it turns out, considered a huge cock block in the mosquito community. The mosquitoes, like many living creatures, they rely on sound to get things done. When mosquitoes want to mate, they, the male and females, they have to adjust the sound of their flight to sync up with each other. And this is very difficult to do when Skrillex is in the room, thanks to Skrillex's unique combination of low bass frequencies and noise. I consent. I consent. Aren't you forgetting someone? Skrillex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck. Oh, it feels so good, but now I don't want to mate anymore. I put on this song. I hadn't heard it in years. I put it on when I was looking into this. I was like, yeah, no, this totally makes sense. Like, it's unpredictable. Like, yeah, it you just, can't, like, yeah, you can't you, concentrate. Yeah, like, a, a human or bug, you can't, like, work around it. It's just, mm -hmm. like, all over the fucking place. Ironically, though, I'm sure that thousands, if not tens of thousands of humans have mated to this song. Very aggressively, I would imagine. Yeah. 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 Oh, here comes the drop. Boom! <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Well, if you come at the drop, it's like, as it, that you should consult the doctor. It's kind of a premature ejaculation. Yes, drop. Drop, the drops are usually like 45 seconds in. Yeah. Uh, but well, maybe you listen to the whole album. Yeah, the, the second drop, probably a little bit more acceptable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the way that this study worked was researchers would put a bunch of hot and ready female mosquitoes in your area into a cage with one horned up male mosquito and one very unlucky hamster. The ideal mosquito gangbang setup. It's all yeah. there. They need a witness. <laughs> <laughs> With no Skrillex playing, the mating and the blood sucking happened normally. When Skrillex was turned on, though, the mosquito sex party and hamster blood buffet turned into a real bust. Way less fucking, way less eating. Just a bunch of mosquitoes in the club struggling to shout conversations to each other over the music. Hey, what's your name? What? Hey, never mind, you know where the food is? What? Just that over and over again. What happened to the hamster? What the hamster do? No, he's just chilling. Just raving. Doing yeah. a light show. He loves Skrillex. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, keep it up. Well, also because he's not getting bit by the mosquito. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Let's do this shit. <laughs> the, the hamster was on Molly. Yeah. We decided to give the hamster Molly. For no reason. Not for any reason. It's just like, you really, know. I thought it'd be cool. We felt bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these mosquitoes uh, who showed up horny and hungry, they took four to five times longer to even start looking for food. And when they did... They made fewer attempts to bite the hamster. This is just like EDC, but mosquito. Yeah. Like, I am hungry. I am horny. Oh, the line. To party. <laughs> the line is too long. Line's too long. Don't want to leave the stage. <laughs> too sweaty. Every time I go whisper in a girl I don't know's ear, she pushes me away with yeah. disgust. What? <laughs> Meanwhile, Skrillex made it impossible for all but, a, but the sluttiest mosquitoes to catch a dick. And these specific mosquitoes were the Aegis aegypti. I guess, species, uh, the ones most notorious for spreading various diseases and having populations that are difficult to control. Uh, it's unclear if the Skrillex method works with all Skrillex songs or just this one or all dubstep songs or just all loud music in general, but summer's fast approaching and, you know, this is definitely worth a shot for those hot, long, steamy summer nights. That, you know what? That's why you never get bit when you're at a music festival. Yeah. An electronic one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Here's the thing. So get a little Bluetooth speaker, put it on your, your deck. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. instead of the little coil, just Dad, put... the mosquitoes are back. One second, son. Yeah. Learned a little trick <laughs> from my buddies on Internet Today, um, a YouTube TV series. See, when I was a kid, me and all the other 
Florida boys and girls, you'd hear that mosquito truck coming, just blasting mosquito spray out the sides uh, very loud. We'd be chasing after it like an ice Just breathing in poison. Mm, Give it to us. And now uh, there's just a dubstep truck that comes along. Yeah. You know what? Put the dubstep in the ice cream trucks. Problem solved. Play dubstep out of ice cream trucks. Kill two mosquitoes with one truck. And all the baby boomers down there in Florida. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Jesus, I came here to relax. I moved here to Boca Del Vista to avoid... When I All this moved young here music. 40 years ago, I never thought this would be a meth-riddled yeah. joke of a land. I was told Florida was a paradise. <laughs> what was I supposed to think? <laughs> when I moved here in the 70s and started breeding and had kids here, that they would all hate this place mm-hmm. and turn to drugs to escape yeah. it. Yeah. Well, uh, anyways, yeah. speaking of breeding... Here's some news about human breeding that's sure to make the 7% of our audience who are human women tense up just a little bit. Women for Internet Today. We see all 7% of you. Thank you. And all 40 of your Twitter accounts. Mm -hmm. Over in Bangladesh, a 20-year-old woman gave birth to a healthy baby boy back in late February of this year. And everything seemed to be going just fine at first. That is until a few weeks later when she reported back to the hospital with some real bad lower abdominal pain. The doctor is unable to figure out what might be going on here. They performed an ultrasound on the woman's belly and discovered that, uh-oh, you're pregnant again, this time with twins. And no, this is not a new pregnancy. These kids are ripe. They need to come out right now. They just forgot them? Uh, it turns out this poor, poor woman had a very rare condition giving her not just one uterus, but two fully functional uteruses that both happened to have gotten pregnant around the same time. When the uterus is developing inside of a woman's body, it actually starts to... It starts out as two, but then it naturally fuses into one. For this lady, that didn't happen. And what a way to find out. Surprise! Uh, Anyways, the emergency C-section performed on this woman who earlier that day didn't realize she was getting three babies for the price of one. It went off without a hitch, and the mother and all three babies are apparently doing just fine. uh, Or at least as fine as having to take care of three newborns (laughs) at once can be. Uh, Anyways, if you're worried about this kind of surprise happening to you, don't. The only reason this wasn't discovered earlier is that in Bangladesh, it's apparently normal to go through an entire pregnancy without once getting an ultrasound. And here in the lovely United States, as we've seen the video shared multiple times this week, even cats get ultrasounds. Do they? Have you seen the, have you seen the video going around? I don't spend a lot of time on cat Twitter, so. Uh, Comedy Central, Comedy Central of all places, made the joke. Uh, about fucking, like, uh, congratulations, Shane Dawson. And it was the video of the cat getting an ultrasound. He's never going to live that down. No, when Comedy Central's taking swipes, I mean, that's like a dad talking, making jokes in front Mm -hmm. of you. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) ultrasounds, one of the few times we can be thankful for America's health care. Yeah, I mean, the ultrasound will cost you $10,000. But at least then you'll know a little bit ahead of time whether you got two uh, bonus babies growing up inside your womb in your extra uterus that you didn't know you had. Well, if you don't get the ultrasound, you just save up as if you're always going to have three, and then it's a bonus. Yeah. It's a bonus. The the 200% contingency fund that you set aside in case yeah. you have triplets. I wonder how Octomom's kids are doing. Oh, probably not great. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably not so good. Hmm. That was a fun time to be alive. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, foreign countries... Uh, Over in China, one clothing company has found a very unexpected celebrity face for their line of men's boxer brief underwear. And his name is Gabe Newell. (laughs) Lord Gaben of Valve seems to have gotten a a bit worried about all that revenue he's going to be missing out on when Borderlands 3 launches as an Epic Store exclusive. And he's finding his income wherever he can. (laughs) Except, no, not really. This is just 
one of many cases of a Chinese company not giving a shit about copyright law, just pasting a person's face onto a product, though hilariously it wouldn't appear they actually know who Gabe Newell is. And for whatever reason, they just decided that this specific person's face would be the perfect one to sell their underwear with. I mean, it's it, it's kind of... He looks kinda comfy. Is, I, I think that they're probably just going through thousands upon thousands of memes every day and slapping them on and seeing this what sells. This face is so popular. Yeah, it's like every time there's a Steam sale, it? they have like the memes of all the yeah. money flying around. Hmm. If we they're put like, this I like random money. man's face. This has money on it, and it's this man's face. Yeah. Anyways, before we get into the headlines part of this show, it is time to talk about this week's sponsor, Quip, which I conveniently brought mine here this week. Quip, uh, brushing your teeth is one of those things we've all, you have to do it. But a lot, of, a lot of us haven't been doing it properly this whole time. Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. And you probably know that you're supposed to be brushing for two minutes straight, right? Oh. But <laughs> Quip takes that guesswork out for you uh, by giving you a vibrating pulse every 30 seconds uh, that tells you to switch sides. You might also think that with electric toothbrushes, the, the more power, the better. But actually, you're wrong. That's what you're wrong, kiddo. Quip gives you a nice, gentle vibration because turns out a lot of people brush too hard and a lot of electric toothbrushes are too abrasive. Yeah. You're not... Uh, you're, you know, doing, you're, you're not power washing your deck. Yeah. You need, you need a little bit of film on there. Yeah. Uh, it's also got a very nice multi-use cover that mounts to your mirror when you're home or turns into a travel case when you're on the go. My favorite part. Yeah. And since the battery lasts three months on a single charge, you don't have to worry about charging, no cables, no outlets. Quip even sends you a new brush head automatically every three months for just $5. Because it turns out uh, 75% of people are brushing with old, worn-out bristles that aren't very effective. You add all those steps up and everyone's doing it wrong. You're doing it all wrong! Uh, now, we both use Quip and love it. I would, Before they fan. even sponsored the show, I've been using Quip for months and months now. So I was very excited to see them pop up as a sponsor. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't... like As much as it's possible to love a toothbrush... I kind of love this toothbrush. It's like there's nothing like, not doing anything that crazy. It's just, it's nice. just it's small, it's convenient. Uh, I like the timer. Like I feel like I'm actually brushing my teeth properly instead of just you know guessing. Yeah. I, Quip the, the toothbrush. It, it's it's simple. It's effective, and it's it's not a big eyesore like some electric toothbrushes can be. And again, fucking those cables suck. Yeah. Anyways, don't take our word for it. They've also got the backing of 20,000 dental professional, professionals and the American Dental Association. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash weeklyweird right now, you're going to get your first refill pack for free. It's a good sound. Uh, it kind of sounds like a mosquito. Please stop. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah, you get a free refill pack uh, for free when you get the electric toothbrush. Uh, get your free refill pack. At getquip.com slash weeklyweird. Again, we fucking use this product. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. It's great. Personal endorsement. Yeah. It's a good toothbrush. Buy it so we can get sponsored by them again because yeah. this was easy. Mm-hmm. Getquip.com slash weeklyweird. Mm-hmm. Links down in the description. Here's yeah. some uh, headlines. I The world is definitely getting weirder every week. I find it harder and harder to whittle this down into something that's not going to add up to two hours. But mm-hmm. uh, here you go. Let's start with this one. Uh, For 30 years, Garfield phones kept washing up on a French beach. Now we know why. I like that. Like, they they probably at some point were like, all right, we got to set aside some money in the budget. We got to figure out. Why are all these Garfield phones washing up on our beach? We got to figure out what the fuck is going on. Yeah. 
30 years. Yeah. Entire generation of people just like, oh yeah, that's the beach where the Garfield phones yeah, came it looks like him. It looks like the World War II footage of Normandy, except it's all <laughs> yeah. Garfield yeah, phones. Yeah, instead of being littered with American bodies, yeah. it's littered with uh, dinged up Garfield phones from the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's all just like there was a storm. In the 80s. It was a shipping container. A shipping container blew it. It wasn't secured properly. It fell off a ship. And then it got lodged, like, in an underground cave where no one can get to it. And uh, the surf has just been pulling phones out this whole time. Yeah, and, like, here's the thing. Back then in the 80s, you know, there was a very unhappy person waiting at the docks in America going, What the fuck are those Garfield phones? Those are my goddamn Garfield phones. I'm going to get rich off this whole shipping container full of Garfield phones. Yeah. <laughs> they called me an idiot. Yeah. Uh, Garfield, you're in the wrong country. Italy's over there with all the lasagna. <laughs> That's true. Anyways, uh, I bet they're worth money. Even the broken ones. At this point, I mean, they're probably going in a museum somewhere. All of them. Yeah. Belongs in a museum. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> Snail farmer struggling to keep up with demand as alternative meat popularity soars. Yeah, this is a thing we're just going to... You know, probably. Speaking of France, escargot. Yeah, like, so looking at it, I'm like, snails, ooh. And then I'm like, wait, I've had escargot. It's fucking delicious. Yeah, I've had escargot too. Like, I, I feel like snails, like, one of the rare, like, bugs that I'm like, yeah, no, I could totally see eating that, especially, like, especially on, like, pizza or in a pasta or something. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, chewy protein. Yeah, it's just, like, mussels or, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you, you're already eating fucking seafood. That shit's weird. Yeah, lobsters and shrimp, they're fucking bugs. Crabs are just sea sea spiders. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, snails, especially if they're clean, which sounds like they are. Ah, sure. Yeah, give me the snails. Anyways, it sucks (laughs) to be him because he's he's not doing so well. Well, Eat more snails. It's that damn Australian uh, summer, so hot, it's killing all the snails. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Save our snails. Two uh, cars spend over an hour fighting for parking spot in Los Angeles. Viral video shows. It's, this you, was the highlight of my goddamn week on it, Twitter. It, it, I guess you can get this if you live in any big city. But like here, especially in fucking Hollywood, East Hollywood, Koreatown, that yeah, they're whole very the massive area. The entire like north central part of Los Angeles has too many people. Not enough parking spaces, and all the buildings have been built for seventy years, so they can't just like tear shit down and build a new parking structure or dig underneath yeah. existing apartment buildings and just retroactively build parking structures. It's a, it's so a it's terrible situation. Bad. So what happened here is this woman in Koreatown, she was just like looking at her window and it was one of those things where, you know, one person pulls forward to do the old parallel park but then the guy behind him like nudges in and then it's a standoff. Mm-hmm. Standoff went on for like 90 minutes Yeah, with both guys just sitting there with their emergency lights on just being like, oh, you don't think I can wait? Yeah. Yeah, I can fucking wait. I don't have anywhere to be. And, like, the perfect cherry on top here was, like, not only did it eventually end, because, of course, it did. It ended by the car that was next to the one trying to back in just leaving. So there was two spots. Yeah. So they parked right in front of each other. Yeah, they both got what they were waiting for. Yeah. Uh, And then they both sat in their car for another, like, half an hour because neither of them wanted to be the one to get out first. Like, yeah. He's going to definitely key my car if I leave. People are like, I saw people responding to me, like, don't people have anything better to do? And I was like... Pettiness is a real drug. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially, like, you'll spend, I've spent probably 30 or 45 minutes before looking for a parking space back when my fiance lived in Hollywood. Oh, my God. And ended up, I would have to park, like, a mile away and walk. Yeah. It was ridiculous. That's terrible. And then you got to wake up at fucking 7 in the morning, you go move it, or you're going to get a ticket. Yeah. It's real bad. Yeah. But it was uh, was a hell of a saga. A lot of people were picking sides, silver car or black car. I think the black car is in the right, unless it was 
more than 25 feet away and realized that it had passed something. Yeah. In which case, it's harder for the silver car to be in the right. Because you, you need to parallel park. You need to, to get into yeah. that spot. You can't just pull in like that. Yeah. Moving on, Arkansas men arrested for taking turns shooting each other while wearing bulletproof vest after drinking. It, was there sounds was like a crime? Well, <laughs> the actual story behind this is, is hilarious. So this guy, he goes to the hospital with like a huge welt in his chest. Um, the, the explanation he gives for it is like, I don't know, the hospital, they called the cops. They're like, we think this guy got like beat up or shot. The mm-hmm. cops show up and the guy's like, okay, fine, I'll tell you the truth. So I got hired to be like muscle security for this really rich dude. He paid me. So I was his security. And then we got into a gunfight. I got shot. But good thing I was wearing my flak jacket. And they're like, sir, that absolutely did not happen. And he's like, all right, fine. So me and my buddy, we were drinking in our backyard. And I had my, I had my tactical vest. And I was like, hey, shoot me. And so his, his neighbor shot him. And he's like, fuck, that hurt. Here, put this on so I can shoot you. And then he just, like, emptied his, his uh, fucking clip into that guy. Well, did they either either of them press charges? No. I don't understand where the crime is. I don't know. I think the crime might be lying. A public nuisance? Because the the sounds? I mean, I don't. I think you're not, like, allowed to shoot people, <laughs> even if it's, like, even if they're wearing protection. Hmm. There's probably a law against that. I don't know. I don't know the laws in Arkansas, but specifically in Arkansas, I feel like this would be perfectly legal. Yeah... Yeah. Anyways, uh, maybe don't do this because mm-hmm. you can miss, even like hit your arm or something. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey cartoon angers Benito Mussolini's granddaughter. Another highlight of my week on Twitter. Yeah, what a great exchange this was. Uh, Jim Carrey, his uh, you know he's a bit of a an artist these days. Mm-hmm. He likes to put his pictures. Very controversial social satire art. So the, yeah, it's so like over the weekend he puts he draws like Mussolini and his wife. If you're not familiar with history, they ran uh, Italy during the fascist era and they were aligned with. Nazi Germany for most of the war, and uh, Italy finally got, you know, sick of their shit and, um, you know, killed them and hung their bodies up in the town square mm-hmm. so that everyone could come over with a, get a whack at them. Uh, so Jim Carrey posted that, and he's like, this is the only, like, logical end to fascism or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty uncontroversial. <laughs> and very uh, on the nose. Yeah. Because it's literally what happened. Also, it's like, who's going to feel sympathy for Benito fucking Mussolini? Well... His granddaughter. His granddaughter, who, by the way, has never met him. The guy died in, like, 45, I think, and she was born much later. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Jim Carrey, you bastard! How can you disrespect my grandfather like that? Well, it's easy, you see. <laughs> you see. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was super weird. And then she was like, well, why don't you draw the... She was like, draw the bomb that we dropped on Nagasaki. Why don't you draw that? You think America's so good? Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. Just... We get it. We get it. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, real weird. That, yeah, this lady, she's a, she's a Mussolini, and she's goddamn proud of it, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. She was in government for a little bit, too, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Let her back in! And, uh, yeah, shares a lot of her, uh, her late grandfather's, uh, you know, well, ideas. You, uh, that would be easy to assume, <laughs> considering the defense that she's laid out for a man she's yeah. never met. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, per, me personally... If, if I had a grandfather who died long before I was born, who was, uh, you know, synonymous with uh, fascism, I'd probably... Try to distance? At, at, at worst, I'd, I'd distance myself. At best, I'd probably change my fucking name. Yeah. Just to not Didn't be a Krispy Kreme just go through this? Oh, yeah. Go, <laughs> yeah, the people... <laughs> Krispy Kreme, smarter than Mussolini's. So, yeah, the people who own, own uh, Krispy Kreme and... Uh, 
bunch of like they discovered that they had uh, Nazi heritage. Yeah, they're like, like oh shit, ah, the, damn the foundations for all of our businesses were uh, you know built by like and they were like Nazis. They were like, hey, sorry. <laughs> yeah, and then they like gave a fuck ton of money to like yeah, you know the ADL. Mussolini's do- granddaughter's <laughs> like, no, fuck you, doubling down. No, yeah, everyone says Mussolini's yeah. bad. If How she, was he bad? If she was running Krispy Kreme, they're like, no, Krispy Kreme's fascist now. Fuck <laughs> yeah. you, white yeah. people only. The sign goes on. Nope, not you. Get out. Mm-mm. No donuts yeah. for you. No. Krispy Kreme took it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Australian Prime Minister does Borat impression in Parliament during Kazakhstan discussion. Did you say my wife? No. I can't even remember this guy's name. Australia's had like six PMs in the last like four years. Mm-hmm. Real mess of a country. Yeah. But we love you, Australia. We do love you, but uh, uh, your government's <laughs> like fucking wild. Yeah, anyway, yeah, they're prime minister. They were talking about like carbon credits, you know. Yeah. Where, and so, you don't pollute and. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. If you pollute, you have to buy carbon credits from. Uh-huh. Uh, to offset it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, but the, the Australian law, it's like it allowed for buying carbon credits internationally. So somehow he was like, oh, this means you can be buying carbon credits from Kazakhstan, where Borat lives. You know what Kazakhstan probably thinks of this new law? They're probably saying, very nice. It was fucking weird. <laughs> Got funny, though. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And, and, like, I watched the clip, and it's like, he clearly, like, he came into work that day. He, like, was brainstorming this shit last night. He's like, you know what's going to fucking kill yeah. in Parliament? Borat. Yeah. Probably practiced it in front of the mirror. Yeah. yeah. Got, asked his wife, as all politicians do, like, hey, should I do this? No. Yeah. Ah, fuck you. Just like the guy from Virginia. Want to see me moonwalk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, I, over in New Zealand, you know, they passed that, like, assault weapons ban or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, the main guy in New Zealand's Parliament who was opposed it, uh, he missed the vote. Because he was too busy outside talking to reporters about how he was going to vote no. Yeah. Just <laughs> so it passed like... Yeah. He's, he's just out there. He's like, yeah, this law shouldn't pass. I'm voting no. And then he missed the actual vote. No more assault rifle pass. 15s and assault rifle 47s. The sarcasm. We know We know it doesn't stand for assault rifle. Mm-hmm. You fucking lunatics. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man, the rage. The, the uh, veins in the foreheads I could see through Twitter. It doesn't stand for assault rifle. It stands for Armalite. Armalite, the company that originally had the patent. I sold it to Colt. Now it's it's not. It's, it's, it's an open patent. Anyone can make an Armalite 15. No, it's the assault rifle 47. It's, they spelled <laughs> it wrong because it's Russia. They put that R backwards, sounds like a K. All the letters are backwards, (laughs) so you know. Uh, Here's a... (laughs) Identical twins both ordered to pay child support after DNA tests failed to determine who baby's father is. So Uh, so that's a lot to unpack. Hold on. This is two dudes. Okay. Oh, okay. Down in Brazil. I thought the kids had to pay their own child support. Get to work, Thank God, no. Yeah. Well, maybe they should. Pull yourself up by your booty straps. <laughs> yeah, by your Velcro straps. <laughs> now, these two dudes out in Brazil, apparently for years, they had this, this grift going where they're like, hey, if we both go and just, like, meet a bunch of women, then we can share the women so each of us has double the women. Which, you know, you could say is rape by deception. And that's what they were doing. And, a little uh, bit of incest, too, if they're... Well, that's, it's it more like, like Eskimo bros. Yeah. But, right. uh, yeah, so they did this, and uh, one of them got this one woman pregnant. Uh, both of them denied that it was them, even though, like, both of them had been, you know, getting with her. And the mm-hmm. judge was finally, like, you, apparently twins, the DNA is so similar that you need to pay extra for an extra special test. And the Brazilian court, they're like, we don't have the money for this. You're both paying child support. Mm. You, and, which I think is fair. Or they get to half it. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's fine. It's the old uh, King Midas solution. Mm, sure. You'll both pay the child support. Well, I mm -hmm. hope those kids turn out okay. Yeah, they probably won't. Popular Russian candy bars made with secret ingredient. Blood. What kind of blood? Cow's blood. Eh, it's not so bad. Yeah, they, uh, in the 80s, 70s, uh, Russia was having a bit of an iron problem. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of people getting the proper amount of iron. A bunch of anemics? Yeah, so they're, they're like, how do we stop this? We make a kid's candy bar with just a bunch of fucking cow's blood in it. It's full like of iron. Snowpiercer. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I, well, the USSR was like Snowpiercer in many ways. Sure. Um, they had those big, evil-looking trains, too. Yeah. This candy bar, it's, it's wildly popular. You can still get it. You can even, you, they say you can buy it in, like, Russian neighborhoods in New York and LA. Oh, it's probably because people made a taste for it, and they're like, mm. I love that candy bar. Yeah, but that scares me, because that means, like, you've got the entire nation of Russia who's, like, that much more primed and ready for uh, turning into vampires. Yeah. I don't... I, that scares me. Yeah, this happened... Uh, please check my facts, but this happened with Hershey's, where they sent... Uh, they were sending Hershey's chocolate over for the war effort, mm. and it was melting, so they had to change it so that it wouldn't melt. Yeah, uh, they added, like, conditions. wax and shit. Yeah, yeah, And so, now that's what our Hershey's is. And that's it why it tastes it. like it is, because everyone came back and like, oh, what is this? Yeah, oh, God, it's all over my fingers. That's weird and unnatural, yeah. not something that chocolate does. Yeah. Yeah, that's why Hershey's sucks, because they made it, like, preserved for the war. That's also how we got Spam, mm -hmm. which I kind of like. Well, in Hawaii, Sure. When in Hawaii? In, the, the, Hawaiians in the right dish, Spam can be quite good. Yeah. You don't want to eat a lot of it, though. Very very high sodium in, in Spam. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm sure blood is as well. Well, yeah. Technically, we're all eating blood. Mm-hmm. Argentina soccer fan digs up grandfather's skull to celebrate championship in Buenos Aires streets. He would have loved to have seen this. And by God, I'm going to let him do it. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He, went, he dug up old granddad's skull. He's walking around with it. Oh, man. He, he's so happy right now. Look yeah. at him. Look at him. He's smiling. You can see all of his teeth. I mean, I've heard people bringing, like, urns out for shit, but, like, huh. going and digging up a body, grab a skull. I don't know. I, I think Grandpa might not have wanted this. Grandpa doesn't give a shit now. He's dead. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's just kind of weird for the soccer fan. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a day of celebration. Your team won. Don't bring the moon down. And then there's a guy over there with a fucking human skull. Oh, cool. We get it. I'm a big fan. All right. Jesus all Christ. right. <laughs> These stands are the worst. <laughs> Swedish police officer arrests fugitive in sauna while both naked. Wait, the police officer and the fugitive? Yeah, the cop went into the sauna. The Swedes, they, they, they go to the sauna every day. He went yeah, in the sauna while he's sitting there in the nude. He notices the man next to him. Matches the description of a... What's he doing looking at other people in there? You're not supposed to... Eyes, he's a cop. Eyes down. It's not gay, I'm a cop. <laughs> All right, it's mm. good defense. And your penis matches the description as well. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pull my gun out of my... Asshole. Asshole. <laughs> Freeze, buddy. No, I don't think they carry guns. But he got him. Yeah. It was a baton. <laughs> <laughs> I knew sticking this thing up my ass every day of my life would pay off eventually. <laughs> Finally came in handy. <laughs> he goes to swing and it slips right out. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I, they don't say how he, like, took him down. I, I like to picture the movie... Uh, Just... Did you see uh, History of Violence? Yeah. Vigo Mortensen. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, Vigo, here's time for the sauna fight. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to just have my dick out. Is that cool? I was like, I mean, you don't, you don't have to. I'm, I'm going to keep my dick out. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want, Vigo, he's like, I'm going to do it with my dick out. So he did. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was definitely like one of those moves, like the Michael Fassbender move, where it's like, I have a huge dick and I want the world to know it. Yeah. So I'm going to like unnecessarily show my dick off in the movie. And he did. Well... <laughs> 
This guy's under arrest. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ipso facto under yeah. arrest. Yeah. Kentucky man claims employer punished him for refusing to undergo exorcism. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, he worked at like a fucking Hampton Inn hotel. And uh, when he got the job, his boss, a real church lady, was like, all right, you just you have to fill out this form. It's going to ask you some questions about your sexual orientation, your religion, uh, whether you've ever been sexually abused, um, a bunch of other, you know, totally. To work at a Hampton Inn? Yeah. Well, it's, all of that is just like on its face illegal. But then, yeah, one of the questions was that he's like, I'm not going to answer any of this shit. Here's my like, morals questionnaire. Yeah. And then she found out this guy had recently gotten a divorce. And she's like, oh, well, he's got the devil in him. And she kept bringing her church group to sit in the lobby of this Hampton Inn and, like, loudly pray for him. What are you doing, Kentucky? Yeah. <laughs> you make booze. You should be cool. Yeah, well. Uh, also, uh, Kentucky news. Kentucky finally outlaws bestiality. We did it. Yeah. Finally. So, um, it's still legal. Did they pray it away? They got, I think, they I think they, they, yeah, they did an exorcism on the law books. Yeah. Got the bestiality out of there. Yeah. It's still legal in like Hawaii and like three other states. In Hawaii, you got to fight for it though. It's all like wild boars, sharks, whales, mm -hmm. you know. If you manage to fuck any of those animals, <laughs> the cops will look the other way. <laughs> that thing's going to kill them anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fife Flasher told police, if you saw the size of my knob, you would wave it about too. Fife is in uh, Scotland. It's a dick, right? It's well, his, his knob is a dick. Yeah, and then the Fife is a location? Yeah, in Scotland. But yeah, there's another one where it's like... Gotta have everyone see it. Yeah. Everyone has to see it to believe it. Uh, the guy to was... make up for your other numerous shortcomings. Mm -hmm. Guy was drunk. He, like, got in a fight with his neighbor or something. Yeah, by that! And then he pulled it out. He's like, hello! Yeah. And then the cops showed up and like, let's leave it! Put it away. Put it away. Yeah. And uh, he he actually didn't remember taking his dick out, but he's like, it sounds like something I would do because, like, my dick's really big. Yeah. If you had a dick this big. I play would... my dick and balls like a, what, the, what is it fucking the? Vuvuzel or uh, bagpipe? Bagpipes. There you go. Is yeah. that Scotland or Ireland? That's Scotland. I think they both use it. Hmm. We'll have to go sometime. False alarm. Knife-wielding man on Metro revealed to be expert ham cutter. Is that, was that his defense? Yeah, he's like, I, I cut hams for a living. That's why I have the knife. Yeah, he, he's like sharpening this huge knife on like the Madrid metro. Yeah, people are like, people, what, what the, the fuck, fuck are you doing? doing? <laughs> You're freaking everyone out, dude. I'm just going to work. I'm going to go chop up some hams. Yeah. Some long hams. That's what I call man meat. Uh, uh, yeah, no, that would be upsetting to see on a, on a subway. Yeah, it's like, I mean, if I'm a fucking like cop or a hunter, I'm not going to clean my gun while riding the metro. Yeah. You do that at home. It'd be like like here in L.A. when I take the subway and it's like, it, something doesn't seem right. And I just get up and I get over to the next car. Mm -hmm. Same thing I do on this. Be like, hey, you know what? Ah, go yeah. to the next car. Yeah. You, when you ride public transit, you have to have that sixth sense where you're like, nothing bad is happening yet, but I'm going to be proactive about not being around it when it does. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You have to put headphones on so that everyone leaves you alone, but don't listen to anything yeah. so that you're aware of everything. Mm -hmm. Brendan and Ravi were on the same, uh, sorry, inside. Uh, <laughs> Brendan and Ravi were on the same uh, subway car, and they both like got to the stadium at the LAFC game, and they were like, separately were like, man, a guy got stabbed on my train car. What? And they, they were both in the same train, train car. They're like, you were there? He's like, yeah, I was on the other end. Fun, way to, fun way to come together. Getting, watching a person get stabbed, but... Did uh, they take his skull to the, the soccer game? 
And here he is, <laughs> his last wish. <laughs> he really wanted us to take his skull. Be safe out there. And final headline, father admits to staging home invasion to cover up his theft of daughter's Girl Scouts cookie sales. At least it was just the sales and not just him stealing all the cookies. I mean, that's, that'd be harder to do. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's, I think someone could do it. Yeah, his, his daughter had made like 700 bucks selling Girl Scout cookies. The dad was getting jealous, stole the girl's money. Jealous. And, and he's like, shit, how am I going to explain this to the Girl Scouts? So he beat the shit out of himself and then like laid down on the ground and called 911. He's like, oh, someone broke into my house and they beat me up. And I think they might have stolen my daughter's Girl Scout cookie money. And the cops showed up and they said like, they're like, he was unresponsive. And to be clear, unresponsive does not mean unconscious. <laughs> he was just on the ground, seemingly unable to uh, move or hear. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Officers. Officers, you finally made it. Did he, did he, did he take the Girl Scout cookie money? Oh, really? Oh, my daughter's going to be so sad. Out of her cute little unicorn tray, uh, little, little tray that she had? Yeah. Right back there in, the, in her room? <laughs> that, it's gone? Well, hey, how did he know it was there? They didn't take my TV, did they? No, it's still there. Oh, thank God. Oh, jeez. And now that man has Small a, blessings. He has a walk-on role on Empire next season, so that's good. It's good. <laughs> He's the new star. Uh-huh. Anyway. Fuck Jesse Smollett still. He yeah. didn't pay his fine, and now they're going to sue him. Good. Yep. Yeah, I, I, was, uh, I was pleased. I don't generally watch SNL anymore, but they, they devoted a whole segment to... Chris uh, Rock made fun of him at, at the yeah, NAACP yeah, Awards, uh, and he said that they were like backstage, were like... Don't mention anything about Justin. Chris Rock, God bless him, does not give a fuck what anyone yeah, says. A, a man is a millionaire, yeah. It, but, uh, yeah, no, it, it's, it's nice to see that... Uh, yeah, for the small update, he was supposed to pay uh, a fine for the investigation, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they're going to sue him for that. And, yeah, and then in, if they do end up suing him for that, they get to bring all the evidence they brought from the first non-trial... Jesse, just pay the fine so I can stop thinking about that. Imagine being his lawyer and just be like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Everything's fine. All you have to do is pay the fine and everything's fine. You just go he away. He was given a blessing. He could, he, the fact that he walked away unscathed is a fucking blessing. At that point... To him. Yeah. Like, just pay the fine. Yeah, just pay the fine. Dumbass. Anyways. Uh, again, merch. ITMerchStore.com. Got shirts. Some very cool pins, socks, sweatshirts, socks. It's all going. A jacket, a very nice jacket. A very nice jacket that mm-hmm. I wore while skiing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all of it's going back in the vault on Monday. So uh, it's your last chance to get it. Pinch those pennies. Yeah, and also uh, we're going to be appearing at RTX this summer in July. We're going to be performing. We're going to be doing a live version of this show uh, on Sunday night. We'll have more details when it gets closer, but uh, we're going to have merch there as well. Uh, we're going to be hanging out the whole weekend, and uh, you can get uh, a discount on passes if you want, like, a day pass or a weekend pass or whatever. Uh, we're saying that we're there Sunday in case you can only come one day. We'll be there performing Sunday. Uh, use literally all one word, Internet Today. Yeah, promo code at the RTX And you'll get uh, a discount on your uh, on your little passes there. So we, we would love to see all of you at we'll RTX. See you there. Listen, there, there's a bunch of other... YouTube people there. We, we want to have the biggest crowd because if we do, then we look awesome. Yeah. And then we get to do other things. Yeah. We get to do more stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's your bulletin board at the end of the episode. <laughs> Check out other episodes over here. We have a brand new episode of News Dump and a brand new episode of uh, Tech News Day where uh, have you ever stayed in Airbnb? Because you're probably getting watched. They saw your dick. Mm-hmm. And it's small. And a small penis. Uh, have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye.